Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Marietta Jones. Hello, hi, I'm here, present, on time even, sort of. <laughs> Alex Finn. I keep getting distracted reading and like, what time day is it? Samson Davis. Hello, 2020 part two. <laughs> and Stace Babcock. I don't have anything funny to say. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that worked. Okay. Well. <laughs> it's nice to know everyone's prepared. <laughs> Before we get started, we have an important item of business, and that is we have a new patron. Nice. Really exciting. Our newest patron is Dan Rodriguez. Dan is a great guy, great role player, great podcaster. And he's actually designed some of my favorite uh, quick RPGs to play, like Three Goblins in a Trench Coat and the solo RPG Cats and Corpses. Thank you so much, Dan. Your support means the world to us. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Thank you. And we are fans of Three Goblins in a Trench Coat. Steel skin coat is best mm. coat. No. <laughs> Summon <laughs> ogre best spell. true. I feel like we could have been Max a little bit better next time. Do you think we would pick Mm -hmm. a different coat this time? No, I want those seals again. That was was beautiful. (laughs) We should try speedrunning a Goblins in a Trench Coat campaign. (laughs) Optimize it. Ooh, get on the leaderboards. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But only with like a useless magic spell, like summon nipple or something like that. (laughs) Any percent glitchless. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So... Who remembers what happened last time on Explorers Wanted? Dan, that was a month ago. None of us do. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was exactly a month ago. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I am going to pick on Stace. Yeah, so no shit. There we were in Mama (laughs) J's just chilling, except Cha-Cha. She wasn't there. We were doing something, probably just filling time when Cha-Cha knocked or didn't knock, did knock. I feel like there's a question there, but walked into Mama J's with Nix's parents in tow. She shook the doorknob, did that thing where went to the locked door where you just shake the doorknob. Oh, door yeah. <laughs> yep, shook the doorknob, Mama J let her in. Happy little reunion. I'm really light on the details here, but Atalia attacked Nix's mom because Nix is... Okay, I did not attack your mom. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> yes and no. She, like, held her down. She did put her in a wrist yeah. lock. Your mom kept trying um, to get the plate away from me. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what was going on. So I like did the whole like let her think that she got me and then grabbed her arm and was like, here's the floor. Sorry. Yeah. I think it was mostly Nick's like filling in her dad on things that had been happening. Nick's mom really, really wanted the uh, Malevolent Society plate, which we figured out eventually. And she was doing really poorly, medically speaking, until she got the plate. And then she held it to herself and just seemed like very clearly to be doing better after that. I mean, there's a lot of really good discussion. And then Nix's parents decided to go to Key, hide there from the queen. And Mama J said she would take care of that. Nix chipped in and I think some other party members chipped in on like getting them a little cash as a send off. And then Mama J offered to have the Guardians kidnap Dr. Raz so that the crew could interrogate her later and sent the crew to a safe house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something happened on the way. 
Ta-da. There were two weird things. There were maybe three weird things that occurred during the episode. Okay. We saw the lamprey skin people. First one happened to Italia. Oh, with the plate? Yeah, I went back to the the Marsh's place, and then uh, Nix's not aunt, maybe aunt, had like a lamprey face this time, or like it got weird. Yeah, and then I had minus one into Edge for 24 hours. <laughs> and then we saw the lamprey skinned bad guys searching on our way to the safe house. And then where we left off was Dilly doing something. Dilly meditated to try to connect the automaton again. And he did successfully. And then he saw a vision of the automaton trashing um, Dilly's old shop. And then Deuce is coming in for an update and telling the robots to get to work. Stop fucking around. Yeah. So specifically, the Deuces showed up and asked for an update. The automaton chittered at him. Deuces said, I thought that's what your answer would be. And then shifted blindingly fast to the right side of the automaton. And that is where we left off. Wait, why didn't we ask Mama J for help with the automaton? I don't know. Because we're idiots. Because <laughs> we're fools. <laughs> All right, let's just go back. It just... We like murder too much to let somebody else help us with the murder, so it's not true. Bastion mm -hmm. legit murdered on Cha Cha's behalf. Yeah, but we didn't tell him to do it right away. We were just like, Meh, maybe murder. So, Dilly, you are still inside of your automaton, and Deuces has just said that on your right hand side next to your ear. You are definitely seeing the perspective of this room from a much higher height than you're used mm -hmm. to because the automaton probably has two feet on you as far as height. Oh, so he's a short boy as and, well. Uh, well, he's like seven feet tall. Oh, right. I guess Dilly's not that short. Yeah, never mind. Mm -hmm. So, yes, as far as you know, you are in this automaton and you have heard Deuces say this next to your right ear. And you hear an angry chittering internally, but you seem to feel like you currently have control of the ship. I think Dilly's not going to immediately realize that, but he is going to instinctively, like, kind of push away from Deuces suddenly, like, getting so close by. Okay. So you push away from it. Give me a might roll of. I'm gonna add some assets here. Yes. Give me a might roll of six. Ooh. <laughs> Seven. Okay, so you push Deuces and he goes flying backwards across the room and slams into the wall, making an indentation. In yes. Mm. Deuces stands up, spits blood, and looks at you and says, you should have had the little one by now. And he is going to charge at you very quickly. It's almost like he has fleet of foot. Um, <laughs> Rubbing that in. <laughs> please make a 12 speed defense roll. 12 speed defense. You don't have any way to spend effort in the automaton because it's not your resources you're using. That's what I thought. All right. 11. Okay. So Deuces comes forward and slams into the automaton and basically grabs the automaton's right arm and snaps it at the joint. And it's hanging there with wires and 
goo coming out of it. And it's at this point you hear a voice close to your ear, but it's definitely not a real voice. And it says, you're not cut out for this, father. And suddenly this other arm, the left arm, swings forward, part shadow, and punches Deuces in the face, shattering his nose and sending him flying through the wall on the other side into the next room. The figure starts leaving the building, stopping as the residential spot, looks into the mirror, and you see this, you know, chrome automaton, and it looks at the mirror, and it makes another chittering noise and says, the man had a point, and then the next thing you know, you are falling back into your own body. Oh, Everybody has seen Dilly uh, meditating. You have seen him twitch in some odd ways, kind of like, you know, when people are doing those like little jerks in, a, in their sleep when they think they're falling. And Dilly opens his eyes. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. I was in control. Yeah. Told you it was 2A. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was in control. I punched a. Uh, did you guys meet Deuces? He's one of the uh, Nixos enforcers. Uh, is he the one where I broke his knee or... I think that was Ace. That was... Yeah, that was Aces. Deuces is a bit bigger. Oh, then no, Dilly. I don't think so. All right. Well, he's big and very fast for his size. And I got him. But then he got me. But then the robot, like, the mind of the robot, like, took control. Called me father, which was super weird. I mean, aren't you his father? Did you make him? I, I have never thought of the relationship between me and my the items I craft. I've never thought of it like that. Well, I mean, you kind of have dad energy, Dilly, so. <laughs> Major dad vibes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what that means, but. Big dad energy. <laughs> also, I think he's coming. Ew. No, I think he's making it a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys need to get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> that wasn't even me. <laughs> Dilly. Yes. Voice of God. What? Please make an 18 intellect defense roll. Fucking. Oh, damn it. Okay. Tasha gets to do a part two. <laughs> Free level of efforts on that. So that's a. I'll try 15. Eight. Dilly, you suddenly feel very cold, and there's a familiar feeling here in that you are completely aware of what's going on around you, but you can't seem to will yourself to move or speak. It's a little bit like sleep paralysis, except you're awake. And Dilly, all of a sudden, you notice the perspective changing. You are definitely standing up. Dilly looks at all of you, looks out the window, and looks back and says, in a very different voice than Dilly's, uh, much more confident, this is a nice hiding spot. See you all soon. And then Dilly collapses to the ground. And you come back to your senses, Dilly. Oh, yep, that's a two-way street, all right. Yeah, noticed. Oh. Good work, Dilly. Uh, thanks. Yeah, like, I think it's coming here, and I thought we were going to have to try to find it. Oh, this is a good thing. Yeah. Maybe you need to, like, strengthen that connection, that, like, that, like, 
father energy, you know, so that you can, maybe we could use the, maybe it could be our companion, you know? Maybe. Probably can't do that over the line, if you will. I think we do need to talk to it in person if we're going to try that. Well, there's a great opportunity coming up. I know. So we should. I, we prepare? Prob- yeah, prepare. I do think Chacha's looking at Adalia like she grew an extra head. Like, were you going to talk to a murder robot? <laughs> I didn't make just a murder robot. It thinks. It, it enjoys. <laughs> it gets pleasure from the murder. We need to have an inquiry if it's uh, sentient or not. Uh, I, I, pretty close. If not, yeah, that's why I'm thinking we should. I don't know. Yeah, it just leads me to believe. Well, what happened in your dream? Is there anything there that would make you think that there is hope for another alternative than just we have to fight it? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's it, Deuce has said like to get on with the job. So I think that the automaton's been exerting its own will for some time. If it's just been mucking around here instead of trying to find me, even when I've been in. Charmant for has it only been two days, two or three days? But yeah, I think there there's a chance we could talk to it. Maybe not ally, but get it to turn against the Nixos at least. Nix, are you good at talking? Oh yeah, I talk all the time. What do you want to talk about? You want like casual well, conversation mean... or like deep meaningful <laughs> conversation or just like do you want to talk? I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I meant, uh, like, opening negotiations or, like, persuading or... Oh, yeah. Mediate a conversation between an automaton and its creator, its father, if you will, or there. I don't know. I mean, this robot is pretty murdery, like, real murdery. I'm not I'm not sure we're in agreement on the particulars of this plan, Natalia. Maybe... He's not super murdery. He's killed Polos. I didn't see that. Okay. Assault. I'll give you assault. He's an assaulter, murderer. Uh, Just assaulter. It's my son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe Samson could update some parameters for the assault aspect. I don't think I could just do that remotely. I think I need to be on site. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should open negotiations. Yeah, hey, my robot son, would you like to have your personality changed? Our first father-son bonding experience. I don't know if that's going to work. Would you like to understand the structure of your life better? It's all in phrasing. Come on, man. That's just lying. And it is a relentless reaper. You know that. That's the basis for its intellect. Oh, yeah. It just doesn't stop coming after whoever it's pointed at. It just won't stop coming. Phrasing. Just keeps coming and coming and coming. That's my boy. <laughs> Ooh. Did you ever think of a name for the automaton? I didn't really think it was my place, Italia. Not <laughs> <laughs> <At> you. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't really. I'm just thinking maybe if you like humanized it, you know, and <laughs> just because it's human doesn't mean it won't just keep murdering. I mean, humans murder. <laughs> You're right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll just have to fight it and that will be it. But it would be really neat if it didn't have to just be that. Okay, Italia, I will give it a shot. But like that robot steps one gear out of line. It's going to step out of line. (laughs) Don't worry. Italia says she'll take it. (laughs) Maybe we'll just try to like, I don't know, 
mess up one of its legs so it can't really walk anymore. And then we could be like, listen, mister, you're in a compromising position. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What exactly do you have on this? Okay, never mind. (laughs) So does anyone have any realistic proposals before this robot shows up? Uh, Well, one thing I do want to make sure is that this robot thing doesn't conflict with our Dr. Oz thing. Dr. Oz is happening late afternoon this day, and it is morning. So could you maybe reach out, Dilly, and, and ask when they'll be here? <laughs> you want me to could set you a time? speed up your hunt for me? No, that, that could be good, because then you can like show that the connection still does go both ways. You know what I mean? Like, like push yourself in there and be like, hey, so just wondering when you might be here. We're making chips and salsa. We're trying to schedule out our day. <laughs> we got guac. <laughs> we wish we had guac, actually. I have guac. You could bring some. <laughs> <laughs> How long has that guac been in your pocket, next? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll just chill here and see if it shows up. Uh, do we want to be here or do we want to like find an open plaza? We are in Wardana, so I imagine there's a few. There's definitely one open plaza that I remember. And Dilly just kind of looks off into the distance, horrified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we had the bottleneck plan for the Nixos. Let's just do that. The what? The bottleneck plan where we get them into a small confined area and just ambush and murder them all. It's not murder. Well, that might be murder. Uh, that's definitely murder. I mean, it's not not murder. Probably gonna it's murder. not self-defense because what? they definitely aren't attacking first in a best, you know, bottleneck murder funnel situation. The classic bottleneck murder funnel situation. Yes. So did he give you an ETA or no? Nope. So I ask? We should decide on a place first before I try to open up that connection, because there's a good chance he's going to come through. And if he, well, yeah, we should decide first, at least. Dilly, I will say with Dilly's intellect, you would remember that its right arm got really wrecked by deuces. Like, its right arm is definitely not functional Mm -hmm. right now. Who better to fix it than Dad? That's true. Or we go find it. And ambush it while its right arm is... I don't think ambushing is a good idea, because it also has a working arm that's not robotic. It's some sort of shadowy thing. That's definitely not my design. I didn't add that. That sounds like my department. Shadowy? That's what you see? I don't know if you've ever told us out loud what you see. Meanwhile, Chacha's just staring at the centipedes crawling up Dilly's lap. (laughs) (laughs) Dilly, can you build, like, a magnet? I think I have a magnet. Yeah, like a big magnet. Like a big, big magnet? Like a yes. electric magnet? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not on me. Those are heavy. Can you make it? Or uh, Maybe. Dan, can I make that? Yes, you can make it. It would take time. You probably need more resources than you have handy. Yeah. Also, is my automaton magnetic? It is synth. Yeah. So it is not purely metal, so... There might be some effect by magnetic, like, like, so what we think of as an electromagnet probably wouldn't necessarily be guaranteed to work against the automaton. There are other, like, essentially, like, 
prior world like versions of that that use different types of energy that would probably be very effective against it but you would probably need to have had experience with it or a plan or you would have to concoct a plan for how to build something like that and you're right it would probably have to be big unless you have knowledge of an existing cipher that you're trying to replicate with it i think i see where you're going next but i think a magnet that would be capable of affecting this automaton would it would require more resources than I any of us really have aligned to. Well, are you aware of any weak points in it? I mean, you were really involved in its creation or something that would undermine it? If I could get in and like interface with it, yes, but we would it would need to be not moving for that to really work. Could we all get like scrapping kits and like kind of just attack it like rabid little spider monkeys and just rip at it until you can get into it. Sure. I, I That's kind of what I was thinking with like an open plaza. Like we go to a plaza, I stand in the middle, maybe connect with it. You guys are like off hiding. And then like if talking doesn't work, we attack it and try to shut it down. It has a shadow arm. So but like what if it has a gun and it just like snipes you from the rooftop? Well, then I Guess I don't need to worry about it anymore. Yeah, we'd be really sad, but we would recover. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Was there anything else we wanted to do today? Maybe we should just go about our day. I mean, I feel like we should prepare for the inevitable based down where we murder Dilly's son. So we should probably get some better armor, but I don't have any money. So I think we just need to rob a place. I don't have any money either. Gotcha. We just need to rob a place then. I have like 600 shins. Oh, shit. Let's rob Dilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no, I'm no, just kidding, I was I'm just kidding. thinking we could go back to Polis's shop and kind of rummage through it to see if anything's left over. That's a bad idea. Especially since... He said the murder robot killed Polis, and then we could check if there was any like remnants of the scuffle and kind of get an idea. So the my, the automaton killed Polis like I think a week ago now, and that was I think in the Nixos workshop. Polis's workshop is also where the robot just was, so we would be chancing meeting it on the way there. I mean, we're still ready to murder it any time. It's just how prepared we are. Do you think Mama Jaren knows all of this and can see it? Yeah, she's probably keeping an eye on us. It'd be pretty shitty if she saw our imminent death and didn't tell us, though. I don't think she can see into the future. I'm just wondering if we should communicate there or if we should deal with our own problems. I don't think we have time. Oh, well, are you fully rested? Is our armor on? Do we spend however long it takes the armor I don't have? Make sure my makeup's okay. Your sideliner. I don't know how we prepare in this space. Uh, we've never prepared for an ambush. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna scan it. <laughs> how does it move, Dilly? Um, like, with its legs? It has actual legs? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of humanoidish. Yeah, can Dilly give us, like, a 101 for a potential later asset in combat with this thing? As we walk to somewhere? With disguises? Yes, with disguises. Do we really want to fight the automaton in the middle of some public place? Well, it's Wardana, so there aren't a whole lot of people here. I mean, like, 
wouldn't it be fine just to stay here then? Want to go wait in a park? Is that the plan? Is there a park nearby? Dan, is there a park nearby? Square? In Ward Anna, no. I mean, that plaza is probably, which is pretty bad shape. I mean, it's sort of a park in the sense that its fountain is overgrown with algae and mold. But like an actual like structured park, you would have to go to a nicer area of town. Sketchy Plaza Showdown? Mm-hmm. Sketchy Plaza Showdown. Should we just like get a Numenera newspaper and like have a couple of us reading on a bench and then you could be like throwing a coin into the falling apart fountain and next could be the standard security guard not paying attention. Why are we ch- why am I disguised? Don't we all want to be disguised? Aren't we all wanted for various reasons by not just the automaton? Yeah, but I didn't think we we're leaving Wardana. Is Wardana that populated, Dan? I thought it was kind of deserted. There, I presume people still exist. There, there are people here. This is a pretty beaten down place. I mean, so there are definitely squatters through Wardana. There are a few people that have homes. There's sort of meat packing. There's the Queen's Spittoon. There's the plaza area that's mostly, in theory, abandoned buildings that you're not too far away from. So Wardana isn't like, it's not densely populated in the sense that it has a lot of construction necessarily. It's a lot of older buildings that aren't really well kept up. There are a fair amount of people here. There's not necessarily, this feels weird to say, the amount of inequity in terms of income in Charmond is not quite United States level, but it's not far off. <laughs> Self-burn. It's bad, yeah. but not as bad as us. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're overthinking this, you guys. Okay, well, A, here or the plaza? Here. One for here. Plaza? I wanted to go rob that store. Honestly, we should pick a space that has some verticality to it so that, like, we could be up high. We could be, we could surround it. You know, we have a lot of options. Dan, is this safe house, like, part of a bigger, like, apartment structure or is it its own little uh, house? It's its own little building, tiny building, because it's about the size of Italia's cottage, except it's all one room with eight beds in it. Uh, maybe there's like an abandoned building nearby with like two or three floors. Cause then we don't have to be disguised. Then mm-hmm. Nick's has her verticality. Is there large buildings close to the plaza? <laughs> Not really. Uh, although Dilly, the voice behind your eyes does whisper to you and says, I'm not the only one coming. Can Dilly respond? Dilly can try anything. Uh, Dilly would like to try to respond. Okay. Dilly says, who else is coming? I think Dilly says it out loud, but kind of in a lower whisper. Mm-hmm. And you have an image of a weaselly looking man walking with a cane in Wardana, just crossing the border of Wardana and walking towards the center. Do I recognize where he is? He's probably 10 minutes away from you guys. Cool. Can Dilly mention this out loud or do I still... Unable to bring myself to... You won't be able to bring yourself to explain how you know. Okay. The robot's not the only one that's coming, I think. Who else is okay. coming? Because it makes sense that there be Nixos people watching the robot, right? That's how Deuces knew where to find it. So 
along with the robots, probably some hangers-on who might be here sooner than we would expect. What direction are they coming from? Because that is a better ambush to take out the Nixos if Italia wants to have her talking moment. Italia's having a talking moment? She wanted to talk with the robot. I was hoping to convince your automaton to be our friend. (laughs) If we take out the Nixos watching it, then it might be more inclined to listen. Okay, that's true. So then you think you could prepare in like seven minutes? Two of us should go on ahead and try and take out this person, not Dilly. Because Dilly, they'll see what you see. No, yes, Dilly. Dilly can disguise people. But you'll give away our location. I can't, yeah, that's true. Do you have any strategic traveler? Super prepared for these scenarios. <laughs> I mean, splitting up is always the best strategic move. <laughs> I definitely think that we should just set up and wait for them to come and try to kill them. Okay. All right. How do we do that? Make some traps. Home alone, this bitch. Yeah, home alone, this bitch. What does that mean? I never saw that play. <laughs> I don't go to the theater district often. So it's a play about this murderous child who entraps adults trying to check on him. How postmodern. So what we need to do is find these... It's the cha-cha true Hollywood story. <laughs> <laughs> cha-cha, year zero. It's fine. Just like household items and items around that we can create innocuous traps and lure them into it. Okay. Well, this this... Safe house is literally one room, so whatever you would like to do. Uh, we probably don't have long, but I can build whatever you guys think I, we need. A bear trap. What's a bear? Do we want to go scout them on the way here, then? Yeah, can you... Actually, Atali, could you, like, go out, scout them, and, like, give us a signal when they're getting nearby? Sure. I'll throw some rocks at the window. Do we have windows? Okay, guys, all right. So, we know that they're coming here dilly would it be able to see where you're at no matter where you are or um it can see through my eyes and that's i think how it all it knows all the time dilly remains silent what dilly all the time i don't think he knows do we like gouge out dilly's eyes no i was thinking we would put a bag over his head cha-cha or a blindfold i can stare at a wall too that's just as good bag overhead or else we take their eyes you're a friend we can we can afford a bag for you a nice bag <laughs> a blindfold. oh my gosh people oh yeah i mean a blindfold too i guess whatever can it hear what you hear dilly remains silent dilly why are you being so coy like can it you don't know well i'm just very nervous this is a new thing for me almost no this is not this is pretty this is pretty normal nowadays Definitely a continuation on a theme. There is definitely sweat pouring down Dilly's forehead. Okay. From stress at this point. Dilly, tie something around your eyes, plug your ears. Uh, okay. All right. I open up one of the pillows and put some of the fluff in his ears. Put the pillowcase on his (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dilly will. I use the pillowcase like a blindfold. (laughs) I do not put a bag over his head. (laughs) (laughs) The pillows are definitely stuffed with human hair. Oh. I quit this campaign. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a traditional thing to do. Uh, Gross. Guys, Atalia, Chacha, we should figure out how many people are coming. 
Like we have to know that first, because if it's a lot of them, then it might be smarter to enlist some help. It's just one guy with a cane. With the automaton? But you never told us. Is that your Aces guy, or is that... Yeah. Yeah, it's Aces. Okay, so it's Aces and... But Nick's fucked up Aces on Crone, right? I mean, I'm... did I shatter his knee? Sure. Did I fuck him up? I don't know. Sure. That explains the cane, yeah. Okay, so I feel like we could murder Aces pretty easy. At least render him very unconscious. With murder. But if Aces is coming alone, it means he's probably kind of confident in the robot's ability to kill us. He's only really seen two out of the four of us fight. I feel like they can't be that hard to kill, especially if they aren't focused on us. All right, what ciphers do we have? Dilly, it does occur to you that you guys have probably burned through five to six minutes of the seven minutes you had remaining. Oh, so he arrived? We're just like talking. No, we have like five minutes no. left. Do you want me to go scout them and follow them here? Maybe not scout, but maybe look out because we've wasted some time talking about it. And I think they're going to be here pretty quickly. Yeah, because when Dilly saw him and Dilly mentioned it to you, like at that point in the conversation, he was at most nine minutes away. Okay, um, I guess Natalia will look out. the. Is there more than one entrance to this? Yes, there's only one that you guys came in, but there is a front door. Uh, I will look out the back door, which I presumed is a little more hidden, and peek out and see if they are within visual range. So are you just peeking out the door, or are you actually going out and being stealthy to kind of survey the area? I'm trying to peek, peek out the door stealthily. <laughs> just look around before I run outside. Okay, I would say with you don't have to roll for it. Like From that angle, you're not going to be able to see anything one way or another. Okay, then I will uh, attempt to remain stealthy and dart around the side of the house and uh, see what I can see. Okay, give me a stealth roll of 15. Since you're specialized, that will make it a 9. That's a 13. Okay, you feel very well hidden. Okay. Now give me a perception roll of 15. Okay, I'm trained in that, and I will spend a level of effort. Okay, so that makes it a 9 again. Okay, that's a 15. He's doing a very good job keeping to the shadows of where the sun is like falling, like he's moving through the alleys, but you can definitely see this Aces dude getting closer. I would say that he's got a cane, but he's moving pretty quickly for being so stealthy. Mm, interesting. He is probably at most, like at the rate he's going, he will probably reach the building in like three minutes and he is it's not clear if he's going to stop before then but he could definitely be to the building within three minutes i guess i'll dart back to the door mm -hmm. and i'll i'll give them the three minute warning and then i if i can stay out of visual range of aces i will try to climb up to the top of the house okay so give me one more stealth roll since you're climbing up i'll make it a gimme on the climb but give me since you're specialized, a nine stealth roll again. Yeah, it's a 13 again. Okay. So you feel like you've moved up the side of the building without Aces noticing you. Okay. You see Aces reach the edge near the building, and he doesn't enter the building right away, but he's looking at it very carefully. And then he pulls out his hand, and there's a small device, and he presses a button, and it does a scan up and down the building 
and you see in his hand a diagram of everything that's in the building light up. And he starts spinning it around, and your guys' positions are all laid out. Can I onslaught him at this point? Yeah, he doesn't see you because he didn't scan that high. But yes, you could onslaught him if you want. Yeah, I think so. Are you using physical or mental? Um, physical. Fuck him up. Okay, so it'll be a 15. Okay, I'm going to spend two levels of effort. Both for easing or one for damage? Both for easing. Okay, so that makes it a 9 to hit. And that's a 15. And one for damage. Okay. You slam into Aces. Aces um, gets pushed backwards a little bit, and he looks up in your direction. And at this point, I need everyone to roll initiative. Would we have heard her physical or onslaught? Let's say yes, just for the flow. Okay. I hope you just hear Aces go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I got 15. Guys, I should probably mention Aces probably has a device that scans the building. Did I mention that earlier? Oh my god, Dilly, no, but that's okay. Twelve. Um, lessons learned all around. Got a ten. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Josh is gonna punch Dilly after this. What did you get, Samson? A six. Okay. So, first up is Cha-Cha. You're inside the building. You've heard this blast. What would it take to shoot Aces with my pew-pew gun? You could go to the window and try to shoot out from there. So that would be a 12, since it's a light, it functions like a light weapon. Undo it. 16. Okay. You hit him. Four. Order. Yay! We're gonna murder him. Roll depletion on your pew-pew gun. <sighs> One day it's gonna break, and I'm gonna be super sad. I got an eight. Okay. You're good. Now it is Ace's turn. He's gotten hit from the blast. You definitely, you're shooting through a window, essentially, so you've got some cover. So instead, he is going to look at Italia, and he is going to raise his hand, and some sort of dart is going to shoot out at Italia. Italia, please make a 15 speed defense roll. Oh, no. Is this depression darts? (laughs) Uh, I'll spend a level of effort. (laughs) That's a four. Great. Okay, so you get hit by this dart, and you will take two damage. So my might pull? Uh-huh. And you are beginning to feel woozy. My impaired. Well, specifically, you're feeling woozy, and when you look at aces, it's like looking at a long-lost friend. Oh, boy. So there will be two levels of hindrance on any actions you take counter to Ace's interest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and guess what? It is Italia's turn. I will try to mentally onslaught him this time. Okay. And I'll use two levels of effort. <laughs> it's hindered by two steps, so your two levels of effort brings it down to a 15. Okay, so it's, but it's 15 regardless of physical or mental? Yes. Okay, well then I'll make it physical. That's okay. silly. Okay. Okay, let's use the heat dice. 14. Yep, it misses. Cool. He dodges out of the way, and he looks up at you and frowns, and you feel a little bit guilty. <laughs> Come on, Atal, you've trained for this. <laughs> okay, it is now Nix's turn. All right. So far, Nyx is really just kind of 
seeing Cha-Cha go shoot out the window and heard what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's two doors. Dilly is... Is Dilly still pillowcase on head, human hair and ears? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nix is going to pull off his hood and uh, or his pillowcase and... What happened? I can't hear anything. There's definitely hair in Dilly's oh, mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're here, Dilly. <laughs> what? Already? Yeah, they're here. Uh, thought you should know. Thanks. Yeah, but we don't see the automaton yet. Can you connect with it and tell us where it is? Uh, I'll see what I can do. Dilly pulls the hood back on. Okay. So that's what Nyx is doing, is instructing yeah. Dilly. Okay. Now it is Dilly's turn. Dilly will try to peer through the automaton's perspective. It's very dark, but you can hear sounds. You hear the sound of five heartbeats getting closer. All except one of them are pumping at an accelerated rate. All except one of them. One seems pretty calm despite whatever circumstances there are. Send Nyx or Aces. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dilly will hear and they'll be like, I I can't see, but he's getting closer to, I think, us. Somebody's very calm, which is weird. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. All right, well, that was less helpful than I hoped, Dilly, but... <laughs> oh, fuck you, I'm trying, right? My first day of this actually working. <laughs> It is now Cha-Cha's turn. Okay. I guess we're going to keep trying to murder Aces, because fuck him. Okay. Trying to think of which does more damage, Pew Pew or Onslaught. They, your physical Onslaught does the same amount of damage as Pew Pew. Although Pew Pew probably, Pew Pew probably is armor piercing. Then Pew Pew. He Pew Pew. Okay, so that's 12 to hit. 14. Okay. You hit him. He does not like that. Can Cha-Cha give him the finger through the window? It's a free action. She sure can. It is now Ace's turn. Ace's looks up at Italia, points at the window and says, deal with that. And he throws a small object towards the window as well. And it gets close to the window and then it detonates. Cha-cha, please make a might defense roll of 12. I'm going to see if... Would Serge Soleil apply to this? Actually, you could make an argument for that because you probably are used to pyrotechnics in performance. Yes. So it's a nine. Fourteen. Okay. Do you have the feeling that had you not like reacted out of instinct as a performer, you might have been blinded or and or deafened by this blast, but you managed to cover your eyes and like mentally block it out the sound when it goes off. I was not blinded by the light. Cha cha. Nix and Dilly, do you hear a crashing sound as part of the wall caves inward and an automaton reaches in for Dilly? <laughs> Dilly, you have a hood over your head. <laughs> Correct. So that's going to hinder you. So please make a speed defense roll of 18. Yeah, I'm going to try that because Dilly also has a human hair in his ears, so <laughs> probably won't react as quickly. Nix pulled the bag mm-hmm. off. Dilly put it back on. I just, yeah, we tried. We tried. Dilly was trying to connect. <laughs> you got some weird connection methods. A three? That's a three. Listen, it's the arrangement between his dom and his and sub is their yes. own thing. <laughs> <True>. um, <laughs> I have both. 
So what did you get, Dilly? Three. I have three. Mm. If that's considered an attack, Nyx would like to take the attack. Okay. The automaton grabs you and pulls you through the wall. Hell yeah. Me? Oh. Hugs! <laughs> Only hugs! <laughs> <laughs> Nyx, you will take three damage from the grab. Armor? Because the force of this shadow arm grabbing you. Yes, your armor will resist. And it is now Italia's turn. Italia, please make an intellect defense of Slayer Kindred. So it is going to be a 18. Can I spend effort? You sure can. I would like to spend two levels of effort. But don't forget that you have less intellect edge than you think, so it'll cost you extra points to do that. What do you mean? So it'll cost you four into. So what is your edge right now? Two. So it will cost you four intellect points to spend that two levels of effort. Okay, well, I'm going to do that because I don't like intellect defense rules when I'm already... When the target is 18, yeah, we'll spend we'll spend it. Okay. okay, so that brings it down to a 12 for you. Okay, great, 13. We're all 13s on multiple dice. Okay, so you are capable of doing something other than going after Cha-Cha. What would you like to do? Bunk aces up! This bitch! I really wish I had okay. anything other than Mist Animator. <laughs> anyway, I will physically onslaught... You have a level 10 cypher. Don't complain to me. No, no, I do. I'm very, very grateful. You have a what? <laughs> and Italia didn't bring uh, I got that reset cypher. The team, time rewind. You helped me purchase the cypher. Oh, yeah, time rewind. It's the reset it's... cypher. Mm-hmm. It's the reset thing. Okay, I will... Um, I will physically onslaught him. Oh, yeah, Dilly has that weapon cypher. No, you do. Okay. So that'll be... That is still contrary to his wishes. So that will be a 21, technically. Oh, shit. Okay, so I can't see the automaton, though. No, you have no idea what's happening inside the building. You've heard a lot of ruckus down there, but you don't really have any idea what's happening. All right, I'm just going to spend... Will I still have to spend four to do two levels of effort again here? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to do it. And don't forget, don't forget, since you're, that's four on top of whatever the cost of your onslaught is. So it's actually five. Cool. <laughs> Listeners, I have gotten the worst glares from Marion in this session. We're going to try different dice. We're going to, please, 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 18. <laughs> okay. So that's plus two damage. Yes, yeah. please. To the face. <laughs> Aces looks really rough. He looks in very bad shape. Yes. Is this how you treat your friends? Yes, actually. <laughs> when they obliterate my intellect pool that was not small to begin yeah, with. Yeah, that's true. I've seen it before. Yes. <laughs> Nix, it has been you have been pulled into this other alley with this automaton. It has a right arm that is fucked up. You're currently grappled by this arm that seems to be part shadow. And again, like the shadow is like cold. It burns with coldness. As it touches you. Nyx took the attack for her turn this round. That's right. Yeah, so Nyx, you're you're just held there right now. Lovingly, I assume. <laughs> Next up is Dilly. Uh, Dilly's gonna pull up his uh, pillowcase. Nyx, did you say something? Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's an automaton-shaped hole in the wall. Nyx is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Putting two and two together. What's Dilly gonna do? 
I swear Dilly has an aggressive cipher that we found on the ship. Dilly traded for a cipher that had like an electrical thing. Yeah, it it did the same amount of damage though. Mm. So it doesn't do a lot. And also it would hurt Nyx as well at the moment. I mean It would, but you but you did think it might stun the automaton. That's true. Okay. Dilly is going to pull out that device, but then before he actually sees it, he's going to use his illusion to um, make it invisible while Dilly's holding it in his hand. Ooh, okay. So that'll be your action to cast that illusion. Yeah, and then Dilly's going to move towards the wall, trying to stay out of sight as much as he can. Okay. Yeah, you could move to immediate distance and do that. I think you're going to be distracted by it, so you're not going to have an opportunity to do, like, stealth or anything like that. Right. But... Okay, sounds good. Okay, back to the top of the round with Cha-Cha. Aces is looking really rough. The wall has crumbled on the other side. A big fucking robot came in and grabbed it, Nyx, and pulled her out. And Dilly has crept up to the hole after removing his pillowcase. Actually, quick question. Is uh, the window that Cha-Cha's at and the hole on, like, opposite sides of the building? Correct. It's almost like the automaton strategically decided that Aces would be a good distraction on one side of the building. Yeah, but, like, we could murder him. Quick. If. Mm-hmm. While training Italia's intellect pool. Well, I mean, if Chacha finishes <laughs> off Aces. It's not that big a loss. Gauntlet throw. One of the oh. foremost... <laughs> Nanos of our time, if she'd ever published that damn paper on the Shalmas Echoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to quit the campaign, guys. It's been a really Oh, nice I'm sorry. <laughs> Daniel's being bullied. I've just been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think, because I feel like... If you could help me kill Aces. Yeah, I think that's what Chach is going to do, because... He's kind of a what? Chacha's got the bloodlust going. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was kind of the objective was kill Aces, deal with the automaton. Yeah. So Chacha's going to shoot him with her ray gun. Okay. So give me a... So it functions like a light weapon, so give me a 12. Okay. Da, 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 da. I want to use any... What would pull... It would be speed effort if you want to spend effort. Yeah, because I just want to get it done. So I'm going to use one level... Of effort. Okay. Let's math this. So it needs to be a nine. And I got a 17. Fuck you, Aces. That's plus one damage. So, Cha-Cha, almost like a film reel in your head, you have a memory of Bastion's voice saying to you, that's how it always starts. Oh. And tell me what it looks like when you kill Aces. Yes. I think Cha-Cha kind of, in a vindictive way, just kind of shoots him through the eye. Mm-hmm. And he also gives him the finger. Like, it just, like, one single bullet through the eye, just out the back of the head. And she's just like, fuck off. And it's a laser beam. And so there is clearly, like, you can see, it's not just an entry wound. It is a tunnel all the way to the exit wound. Mm-hmm. On the other side of his head before he collapses to the ground. Yep. Some nice camera shot where it comes through the bullet hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. So next up, it is the automaton's turn. It appears to be annoyed that it has Nyx instead. Just did. <laughs> Nyx, please 
So they've got you gripped with their shadow arm. So make an 18 might defense roll. I probably won't make that, Daniel. But you knew that. It's how it always starts. Hey, this is Dilly's creation. Don't blame me. You didn't get this from my side. <laughs> you are perfectly creative. It's been two levels of effort there. Dilly fathered it. I birthed it. <laughs> <laughs> you carried it. Not term. good enough. I got a 10. <laughs> okay. You are thrown a short distance down the alley and into a wall. Nice. Please take four damage. Armor? Armor will help you. And it is now Italia's turn. All right. I would like to... I presume I saw Aces get pew-pew to the eye, so I will... Yeah, Aces is for sure dead. Yeah, you saw him collapse. But you are a little heartbroken about it. and sad about it. I, like, viciously wipe away that errant tear that escaped my eye, and I'm like, no. I'm just saying, you're going to be hindered with sadness for the next hour. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to... I'm going to climb down from the roof and see what's going on down on the main level. Okay, so you get down there and you can see Chacha's at the window, probably stroke her pew-pew gun. Mm-hmm. Dilly is standing over near the hole in the wall, and you can't see beyond that on the, the other side. Okay, so next up is Nyx. You have just been thrown. You are currently lying prone in the alley. Oh, yeah. So Nyx will stand up. Okay. Can she do anything else? Could throw a sling. I mean, he's a short distance away, so unless you had fleet of foot, you couldn't necessarily get to him and do anything else. You know what? <laughs> Just every day, it's like rubbing it in. Salt in that wound. Can we take a moment to appreciate the dunks that Dan has been dishing out this Yeah, evening? honestly. It's like he came prepared. Legend. <laughs> it's because we took 12 minutes till 12 minutes after 8 to start recording. Had all that time to think of them. It's honestly just because I'm excited to be recording again and I'm having so much fun with you guys. Uh-huh. But we're all going to record again Sunday. Gotta save some of the dunks. Mm-hmm. Nah, save none of the dunks. <laughs> all right. Yeah, sling, sling, sling. Okay. So this will be a 15 to hit with the sling. Okay. Uh, trained in medium ranged. That makes it a 12. Try to decide if you want to spend effort or not. No. Nat 20. Yep, y'all. Extra damage or major effect? Um, we're an extra damage family, Stace. Extra damage, Daniel, if you would please. My boy. Okay. <laughs> Fuck your boy. Okay. Does <laughs> Dilly actually have paternal feelings? So what is what does your sling do for damage normally? Four. Okay, so your extra damage, so that makes it eight. Okay. Um, you definitely hit it for what should be a lot of damage, although it seems to have rather strong armor. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Next up is Dilly. Dilly, you see that Nyx has gotten thrown. Nyx has stood up and thrown a sling rock at at your metal son. And what would you like to do? Here goes nothing. Dilly throws the uh, electric detonation cipher. So since the electric detonation doesn't require a lot of accuracy to its blast, and since it threw Nyx, Nyx can be out of range quite easily. So you don't have to roll anything. That's the best thing I've heard. It will take... Yeah, it takes damage, and it looks like it is um, startled. Stunned, maybe, even. Oh. Next up is Cha-Cha. 
You've just heard a big blast from the other side of the building. Chacha's gonna turn around and keep on murdering. <laughs> okay, it'll probably take your whole turn to get over to the other side where Dilly is. I thought Chacha was just gonna like start with Dilly. Like Dilly's <laughs> the only one in line of sight, right? I mean, true. Next up is Italia. Italia is going to dash across the house through the hole to see what's going on. And as she runs past Tilly, she's going to say, don't forget two-way street. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So yeah, it'll take your turn to get over there and and see what's unfolding. Next up is Nyx. Oh, Nyx will close the distance. Okay. You've closed the distance. Next up is Dilly. Dilly's going to nod and then run up to the automaton while it's hopefully stunned. Ooh. Okay. So you were definitely an immediate distance of the automaton. Oh, I was? Um, you now are. Now. I mean, it depends what you want to do. Like, So you stunned it on your last turn. So it missed out on its turn this round. So it is going to be unstunned by the time you get next to it. So it's up to you if you want to get closer. Uh, oh, I think I do. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to get up close to it and then try to uh, initiate that two-way stream and try to like keep it not moving for the next round. Give me an intellect roll of 18. I'm going to put two levels of effort into that. Okay. Is it down to a 12? Come on. I'm going to re-roll that. It's a two. Okay. Which isn't what I need right now. Six. Yeah, you don't feel like you've managed to hold it. Okay. So, Cha-Cha, you can see the automaton there. Dilly and Nyx are up next to it. Natalia is next to you. You could use your nuke right now if you wanted to. I could. <laughs> I could force a new campaign. I'll have to quit again. Because you were literally murdered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've had to quit so many times this episode. Even invited you back, so... <laughs> Ooh. Okay. This is awkward. <laughs> I'm crying. Okay. What's with all the dunks from everybody? What the <laughs> hell? Everyone's coming into 2021. It's that big 2021 energy. <laughs> we had a Dunkaroos meeting. Yeah. <laughs> all dunks all the time. So I will... I am disinclined to use the nuke right now. Maybe save that for later. Okay. Would it, there be any indication that Dilly's two-way street failed? You would have no way of knowing. Okay. But I will say this, you do hear Bastion's voice in your head. Again, it's just a memory. It's a replay of, okay, time to take care of business. Mm. Chacha's going to, well, we could mentally onslaught him. Yeah, let's mentally onslaught him and see what happens. Okay, so that'll be an 18 to hit. We're going to use a level of effort. It's a 15 to hit. One second, I gotta math this. What's your edge? Two. So it will cost you two points. Okay, thank you. I'm just like, this math is hard. I wish we didn't have to math. 17. Nice, so that is plus one damage. It does not like that. I would assume. (laughs) But no judgment. Okay. It is now its turn. Can go after me? Nope. It is going to swing its shadow fist at Dilly. It's the shadow fist, so Dilly, please make an 18 speed defense roll. 
put a level of effort into that. Oh, please, please, please. Hey, 16. Yeah! Much better. Congratulations! Nice. You just barely managed to dodge out of this. It's actually almost like in your sort of double vision connection with it, it's almost like you can almost see the arm coming before it comes. You dodge just barely underneath mm-hmm. it. It is a near miss, but it smashes into the wall and does serious damage to it. Oh, shit. As it comes back. And now it is Italia's turn. Italia, you are a short distance away from the automaton. Hey, I want to see if I can get behind it. Okay, so are you trying to do that stealthily? I'm trying to do that without it eating me alive. Okay, so give me... Stealth is probably your best asset to try to do this. So give me a... Let's see, it's sort of mental for it to perceive. You're specialized, which makes it a 12. Okay. And that's a 14. Okay. You have managed to sneak around behind it without it having a chance to strike at you, but that'll take your whole turn. That'll take my whole turn. Mm-hmm. Next up is Nyx. You are right next to this automaton. Oh, yeah. Gonna gonna punch it or something. Okay. So that'll be a 15. Trained and unarmed. Okay, it's 12. I'll spend a level of effort to hit. No, for damage. Okay. 19. So extra damage or minor effect? Extra damage. Okay. So your base damage is six, right? Seven. Seven. So you've got three from your effort, so that's 10, plus the extra damage, that's 13. What does it look like when you destroy this? Oh my god. god. My boy. Yeah. We murdered. I would like to say that. I did not expect that. Oh shit. No. Damn. All right. Yeah, that Dilly's like still trying to connect with it and or not. Is he what is he doing? He was trying to connect with it, but he just dodged an attack from it as well. Oh, okay. So it's just a little bit overbalanced. So Nyx just comes in and punches it. Where where is an opening, Daniel? Base of the neck? Uh, its right arm is basically non-functional, so anywhere along its right side it can't really defend. Yeah, along its right side and manages to puncture her hand inside of it and rips its little guts out. Its little computer guts out. Okay. Evens or odds? Evens. Marietta, roll a die. Tell me if you could evens or odds. Even. Yes, that was an 18, which I would have saved up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you pull it out and you can definitely feel like there's wild energy in it, but you drop it before it does anything bad to you. This device falls, and at this point, I'm going to offer Dilly an XP. Do it. Oh, I'm taking it. Okay. Dilly, you feel a sharp pain in your head, and you collapse unconscious. Yeah. And everyone else is out of combat. And Dilly, you are standing on an empty plane, black upon black. You shouldn't be able to see anything, but you can still make out edges. And you hear a voice all around you. And it is definitely the automaton's voice. And it says, Oh, Father, this is awkward. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, shit. Very nice. Very nice. Also, Nick, since you got the kill, you get the XP. Hell yeah. Yep. So, Samson, something from this episode. Can I... The whole episode. The whole episode, obviously. I think... The automaton being destroyed, like for a second there, uh, 
I thought Dilly's life was on the up and up, but now now it's just gone sideways again in a direction that shouldn't be possible. I don't know. I have nothing. I have nothing for it. <laughs> Would you like to tell us what that means? <laughs> I don't know. I don't usually do cool things in episodes. So I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> oh. You've rendered him speechless. Yeah, that's okay, <laughs> Samson. I yeah. It's a new experience. I mean, your your character is no longer in his origin story. He's doing shit. Yeah, there's crazy shit happening around him. Who are you now? I do like the little splash of old Dilly, the replacing of the pillowcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was a very nice mm-hmm. touch. So we have a segment called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something we think you would really dig. This week, it is Marietta's turn. Marietta, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out Star Trek Discovery, which is unfortunately sort of semi-hidden behind CBS All Access, which is a streaming service. But I know that you can get some free episodes through Amazon, and if you have cable, usually there's some if you have the CBS channel already. I highly recommend putting forth the effort to check it out. If you want something wholesome and good and space in your life and TV show, it is not exactly the same as the other Star Trek TV series, I would say, if you go into it with more of an open mind. But they teach really important values like love and, you know, Star Trek's (laughs) Discover. mantra that they have is very prevalent. Their ideas are really interesting and the cast is really diverse and it's just very wholesome and good and and the underlying theme continues to be like overcoming evil and also you know, sometimes the evil is from within and that is evident in the first season and one of the co-creators is Brian Fuller who also did Hannibal, which I've talked about before. I guess he's also working on American Gods right now, which I didn't know. They just finished their third season. I really like the show Frontrunner. It's really, really great. She plays Michael Burnham as the character in the TV show. And a strong female character, you know, just to twist my arm, why don't you? <laughs> also, sort of a checkered backstory for her in which, you know, you're trying to do the right thing, but sometimes there's fallout and there's consequences from that and how to come back from that and what is the right thing. Ultimately, it's like a question that is asked. And yeah, they do uh, separate from the canon Star Trek universe pretty early on with some some flip-ups that kind of give them more room to play with the Star Trek universe. But yeah, they just finished the third season. Each season is different. And they introduce new characters. Like the second season introduces Tig Notaro. She's a stand-up comedian as one of the new characters. and. There's new characters in the third season as well that are really great. And Doug Jones, who does a lot of the prosthetic work, he plays Saru on Star Trek Discovery, and he's in the three seasons as well, and it's very level. Yeah, Star Trek Discovery, CBS All Access. Check it out if you like love and overcoming evil and working together as a team and found family and the, you know, Federation. Good. Discover. I haven't seen it, but... I love Tig. <laughs> I love Tig, too. I didn't know she was in it. Yeah, she's a, she comes in on season two. She's great. She plays a great character. She And Anthony Rapp is one of the characters, and they wind up being friends. And he plays a very different character from, like, Firefly, for instance, so... I don't, I don't know characters by their real names. 
Maybe some of our listeners do. Also, let's make sure that's the same guy. <laughs> They're all real, aren't they? Like, I just assume everything I see on TV is real. Like, those are the people. Uh, I mean, there are only so many, like, phenotypes available in the universe. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that look right. like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, um, Brian Fuller does a lot of double casting, for sure. So, if people wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think about Star Trek Discovery or the podcast, how would they do that, Marietta? They would preferably go to our website first, where they will find links to all of the things I'm about to say, which is explorerswanted.fm. And we are on all the social medias. We are on Twitter at Explorers Wanted. We're on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We have a Facebook page, Explorers Wanted Podcast as well. And and we also have a Patreon if you're looking to support us. We have the means to financially. We have some stretch goals that we are working towards and big dreams that I'm always pontificating on. So if that is the thing that you'd be able to do, we would really appreciate it so we can continue to create more lovely content for you. And if you really want to hang out with us, the best way to do so is to join our Discord server, which there are links to the Discord on all of the social medias and on our website. We're very active on there, have several different channels, and it's a great way to interact with us. And we love to hear from our listeners, and we love our little community. Makes us happy. That's all. Awesome. (laughs) And if you like the podcast, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the show. The second best thing you could do for us is to write us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Stitcher. Those detailed five-star reviews make a huge difference in people checking out our show for the first time. If you didn't like the show, or if you just thought it was meh, well, someone told me once that the darker the night, the more your mind will play tricks on you as you struggle to identify patterns in the dark. You may see shadows that aren't there, or shapes floating in your vision like luminescent worms crawling across your eyes. But those are just tricks. I worry more about the shadows that accumulate about your ankles. Thick, almost tangible, and sticky sweet. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can follow me on Twitter at Stace Windu. You, like my metal son, can use your domain expansion technique at my Twitter at Potato. You can find me on Twitter at Realty Unicorn and also on Twitch as Tea with Unicorn. I'm a kaki! <laughs> and uh, you can find my continued meek attempts at tweeting on the Twitter at I'm on a hike. Okay, that's it for us. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night, day, or weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And... Bye. Hey, how the fuck did you get in here? (laughs) Show me my favorite one. Yes, show show me my favorite baby. Well, she's looking like she wants to go in the litter box, so I don't know if I should. (laughs) Here, you you go do your business. (laughs) I'll deal with you after you've done your business and clean that whole area. Um, (laughs) 
Stop looking. You're going to make it nervous. Okay. <laughs> this is now poop commentary podcast. Uh, <laughs> cat camp. Cat God, camp. Not. Uh, <laughs> um, so, 